0: Welcome to the Ingenious Interiors podcast. I'm Indiana Dolan, an interior designer based in Galway, Ireland. And I am here to share my expert tips to help you create a home that tells your story with my considered collaborative and personal approach to interior design. Hello. Oh, summer, glorious summer. OK, Irish summer. It rains. But when it doesn't, I love sitting out in my patio and enjoy the sunshine. When I do that though, I'm faced with the the discolored patio and the faded plant pots. If I look away, I see the fence that needs painting. And I don't even want to look in the direction of the house because its walls are gray. Yes, gray. So I have decided to take action and transform my outdoor space. And I'm here today to share my best tips with you on exactly how to do that. In the first episode of the series, I will talk about different ways you can add color to your outdoor spaces. We will cover what works best depending on which direction your garden is facing and what type of paint works best on outdoor buildings and furniture. So, if you're looking for some quick, easy, and budget-friendly ideas to transform your garden areas and create a unique space that tells your story, keep listening. Consider the natural light. Color is dependent on light, especially when we talk about outside areas. So first thing to do when painting anything substantial in your outdoor space, for example, walls, doors, windows, or even large pieces of furniture, is to look at the quality of the light, the time of day, and even the time of year the light hits the space. Let's start with the north-facing garden spaces. If your outdoor space is north-facing, you should think about adding warm colors and surfaces that reflect light back at you. Mirrors are a good option, or if possible, even a pond would be excellent to bounce light back, creating an illusion of a brighter space. Paint your existing garden furniture in light-colored shades, avoiding blue undertones, to give your north-facing garden an elegant feel and prevent the space from feeling dark and gloomy bring in some vibrancy with uplifting yellow and dusky pink tones in your cushions and sitting a warm off white also looks good against rattan and will give the illusion of a larger brighter space plus it will complement any other colors in your garden why not embrace the cooler light and use dark warm tones on the walls use railings by farron ball or lamp black by little green. It will make the green foliage stand out even more in your space. Now, let's talk about south-facing garden spaces. South-facing gardens are the easiest to bring color to. They can take almost any tones. Plus, your plants will thrive, so you can enjoy the changing colors and your blooms will bask in sunlight from dawn to dusk. To truly enjoy the garden, Plan in sitting in the shadier areas where you can look out over a tranquil scene during long hazy summer days. Because the light is warmer, colors can often appear more yellow. So these spaces can benefit from cooler colors like blues and greens. But there is nothing stopping you from using strong bold yellows and reds for a warm color scheme in this side of the garden. For east and west facing gardens, the key is to think about when you're using these spaces east-facing gardens enjoy the most sun in the morning and a cooler muted light in the evening both spaces can take radiant and cooler shades but east-facing gardens would look better in strong and brighter shades if used in the mornings or shades like and ball breakfast green for a restful and a comfy feeling in the evenings. In west-facing gardens, the light is cooler in the morning and brighter in the afternoon, so warm tones are excellent for making the most of the cooler morning light, while cooler shades will balance the warmer light later in the day. This is the opportunity you have to create a space with a cozy holiday feel, with colors like carmine, by little green or set in plaster by far ball. One more important thing to consider is, because we are north of the hemisphere, we should look at more subtle colors that work well in the low light levels of springtime. In summer, when the sun is stronger, we can try bolder colors like aubergine, purples, and pinks, choose hues, with some warmth, because cool colors such as icy blues can look too stark. Pay attention to paint finishes. Okay, let's talk about outdoor paint. There are a lot of things to consider when painting anything outdoors. Mistakes can be easily made that will cost you hours of your time and lots of money too, So let's make sure we avoid that for you and set you up with everything you need. Nowadays, there are a wide variety of paint finishes available and most paint brands offer a great color range, which will give you more choices when decorating your outdoor living spaces. Pay special attention when buying paint for outdoors, as it always needs to be more resistant to weather than interior paint. Prep work is fundamental in most scenarios in the garden. No matter what surface type, wood or metal. Wash and clean the surfaces before painting, removing dust and debris from previous painting jobs. Sand it down to create a smooth finish. Use a wire brush if necessary. Start with a primer on untreated surfaces or for those previously painted and undercoat. Make sure you use a good primer that will make the paint stick to it. Zinser is the most known brand, but there are other brands too. I use Fleetwood primers in all my outdoor projects and it holds really well. Allow time for the primer to stick. Don't paint your top coat straight after. Leave the primer for at least a day and do a scratch test before applying the top coat. Don't apply paint in direct sunlight or if temperatures are more than 25 degrees Celsius. When it comes to your top coat, selecting the right paint is important in outdoor rooms there are so many choices but the most popular for walls is lime wash which you let your walls breathe but good masonry paint has many more color options for you to choose from woodwork and metal paint for railings gates guttering and furniture can be found in eggshell satin wood or gloss finish The results are different. The gloss finish will show all imperfections, but it will reflect light and look fabulous in the sunshine. The eggshell finish is more matte, and it will bring a more understated and elegant feel to the space. Both paint finishes are highly durable. Just make sure you prime the surface with a proper primer before you apply the paint. Some outdoor paints already come with the primer included. Which is fantastic and makes your job a lot easier and quicker, giving you extra time to enjoy the good weather. Chalk paint is an easy way to freshen up tire garden furniture, brickwork or window boxes. Just remember to apply a coat of water-resistant UV protective chalk paint lacquer to finish the job. Water-based paint is better for you and the environment, but Little Green has a natural oil-based paint, which is very resistant to wear, and it can give your garden protection for longer. Outdoor Buildings. I am a big fan of painting garden buildings. Some people think it isn't worth because of the weather, but if you're looking to add your own personal touch to your own home, This is a great way to achieve that. Paint your garden buildings to make them stand out, to look like you meant for them to be there. They all serve a purpose. Why not make them part of your space by adding color to it? The purpose and the style will determine the color you decide on. But either way, adding a decorative color makes the building feel like more of an extension of the indoor space. Make either a statement or blend your building in with the surroundings. Use soft, subtle shades to create a sense of quiet and calm, a place that is restful a million miles away from the hectic pace of daily life. Alternatively, use sumptuous shades of peacock green, purple, dark red, and egg yolk yellow to add rich, deep tones that complement foliage plants and pale-hued flowers. Like sparkling jewels, these colors draw the eye and are best used as focal points. Paint an exterior or garden wall for a dramatic difference. Adding a splash of color to brick walls helps you create a solid wall of color where you don't notice the pointing, ideal in small garden spaces where you may feel overwhelmed from the busy look projected from a brick wall. Painting garden fences is a great way to embrace exterior paint in a major way. The color will surround the entire garden and therefore makes maximum impact. While some housing states, homeowners associations don't allow brightly colored walls on building exteriors, you may be able to paint parts of the landscape not visible from the road. Try have continuity from your interiors out to the garden by choosing the same hues or picking up on accents from the house to bring out to the garden walls and large furniture. For example, tile color details from the living area that could be translated into a color for a wall at the back of your garden. Add tall planters and other greenery to contrast and enhance the space. If space is limited, paint a mural It takes up to no ground space and adds both color and interest to an outdoor wall. Whether you add plants to the landscape by painting them on the wall or create the illusion of a framed piece of art, a mural can be a great way to dress up your outdoor space. Hope these few tips and ideas helped you in deciding what colors to bring to your garden this summer and enjoy your outdoor living space. I will be back next week with part two of this series, where we will look at outdoor furniture and accessories and how easily you can bring color to them and brighten up your outdoor spaces. I will also guide you through a project timeline on how to get this summer project done in time to enjoy it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast, and I really hope I've cast some light on the world of interior design for you today. If you enjoyed the Ingenious Interiors podcast, please subscribe, tell your friends about it, leave a review, and join me in the next episode, Let's Talk All Things Interiors. I would also love to answer any questions you have on how my design process works how to book time for a chat with me, or just hear your comments and feedback. Please feel free to email me or go to my website. Details in the episode notes. For more interior tips and content related to this podcast, you can look up my Instagram and Facebook, which are full of content for you to swoon over. Have an amazing week. Shlaan!